Hello, everybody, and once again, welcome to the brand new, state-of-the-art, comprehensive go-to spot for all you news-seeking Hersiuskis out there. My name is Carter Zagorski, and I'm extremely excited to act as this podcast's inaugural host. Today is Tuesday, March 12th, and as a refresher, this program is our school's first official venture into the podcasting universe and will cover all things Hersey throughout this school year and for years to come. We're recording inside our new studio within room 138, and today's seventh episode in the history of the Hall features an energizing face in the building, both when he's teaching in his classroom as well as on the diamond. Mr. Walter Brownlee, or as some know him as Wally, joined me earlier today to talk some baseball, more specifically his personal why, his experiences as an assistant coach under the now-retired Bob Huber, the successes of his first season as Hersey's head baseball coach, and where he expects his program to progress this year. I found our conversation to be really interesting and enlightening, and I hope you do as well. Here's a recording of the discussion we had earlier today. All right, everyone, we're recording on Tuesday here in the studio, and we here at The Howl are very excited to welcome our next guest to the program, John Hersey High School's very own head baseball coach, Mr. Walter Brownlee. Welcome, coach. Thanks, Carter. Thanks for having me, man. So before we jump right in, I just wanted to thank you, Coach, not only for coming into the studio to record an interview, but also for sacrificing one of your free periods today to record this episode. So uh, thanks for coming on. Sure, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So to jump right into it, how did you first become interested in baseball? Oh, man. Uh, You know, I just like a lot of kids, you know, I started playing when I was younger. Um, My dad was a big baseball player. He played a little bit in college. Uh, I grew up watching my dad play a lot of 12-inch softball. Um, so I don't know, you know what I mean, from an early age, uh, but I was lucky enough to play with a lot of great players and good guys in high school. Actually was part of a state championship team Whoa. in high school. Yeah, 97 state champs at Schaumburg. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Played with some really, really amazing athletes and, you know, some buddies I'm still, you know, guys I'm still buddies with today. Uh, and then, you know, I was lucky enough to go on and play in college and stuff and made some great friends. And so, um, you know. Baseball has been a passion, I guess, for a long time. Definitely. Um, and so then when I got into actually teaching's my second career. And mm-hmm. so when I got into, I was actually doing some uh, private lessons and things like that, like outside of my uh, sales job that I was in for a while. With like travel programs and stuff? Uh, yeah. Um, I actually worked for the Bulls Sox Academy. Oh, wow. Um, That's down fun. in Lyle. Yeah, it was cool. I'm, I'm a White Sox fan too. So um, there you go. But then, uh, you know, when I got, when I went back to school to get my teaching degree, um, I knew baseball was definitely going to be something that I was going to be interested in, and um, I was lucky enough to to land here at Hersey. Uh, I got to learn, you know, under uh, Coach Huber. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Huber's a Hall of Famer, um, so it was pretty cool to, to to work under him. And and here we are today, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll break all that down a little bit, sure. bit by bit. But um, just to start off with, I mean, you brought up your state championship experience. I had no idea that yeah. you got to experience that. So that's huge. Congrats on that, obviously. Uh, but more specifically, how did your high school coaches there at Schomburg help shape the coach who you are today? Oh, man, they were great, too. I mean, I actually was very lucky for it, very fortunate. Um, I played under two Hall of Fame coaches at Schomburg High School. Uh, Paul Groot is a uh, Hall of Famer, and uh, Tom Mueller are both Hall of Fame coaches. Um, awesome guys. I mean, uh, Paul Groot, um, I know, played professionally for a little while. Um, awesome, you know what I mean? Just knew, knew his stuff and um, you know, was a great game manager. 
uh, he always kind of knew when to pull, you know, he pushed the right buttons, so mm-hmm. to speak, you know, when to pinch hit somebody, when to when to get, you know, somebody out of the, a pitcher out of the game or whatever. And so, you know, I learned a lot from him. And then um, Mules was kind of the, the crafty coach, you know what I mean? He was always the guy that was, you know, he could see a pitcher that was tipping a pitch or, you know, kind of mm-hmm. taught me a lot about like those little intricacies yeah, you know, smaller details the game. yeah, for yeah. Sure. and so um Mueller was great to learn from um and I actually was injured uh, my sophomore year into my junior year you know when we won state and so I spent the majority of the beginning of that season you know kind of getting healthy yeah and so you know you can learn a lot you know, yeah sitting there no so, that's so interesting yeah, yeah. so it was cool I, I got to you know they were great guys and I'm actually still in contact with them and so we're actually supposed to play the 23rd of March against West Chicago. Mm-hmm. One of my state championship teammates, TJ Nall, is the head coach. Is the head coach over there? Oh, that's so cool! And so, actually, I invited uh, you know Coach the whole Gruden, gang. Coach yeah. Mueller to, to come and check us out. Oh, that's so neat. We'll see. We'll see if that happens. Too. So, uh, you already talked a little bit about your path to get here at Hersey. Did you have to coach in any other high school before getting here? Or? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I did my student teaching over at Buffalo Grove. Okay. Um, so I coached a, a season over there at Buffalo Grove, um, which is kind of cool. Uh, John Wendell was the coach when I was over there. Um, he's another guy who's uh, you know an amazing coach, great mm-hmm. you know legendary in the in the area and MSL. Um, and I was lucky enough to play college baseball with his son. Brad, so you know, I mean, it's like you know, it's a small world, or yeah. Uh, and then um, Hersey ended up having an opening when I was actually um, I was working at Buffalo Grove at okay. the time, um, and so I, you know, I whatever applied over here and got hired at Hersey, and I actually got hired as a coach before I got hired as a. As oh, a that's teacher, interesting. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when was the uh, the first moment where you thought to yourself? High school coaching and even being like the head varsity coach was something that I could not only be good at, but also like make a career out of too. Oh man, I don't know if I'm good at anything, yet, but uh, you know, this <laughs> you is only this the second far, year. I mean. um, but uh, I, you know, I, I love baseball so much. I love mm-hmm. sports in general. You know, we, we talked a little bit before we you know came on um, that you know sports in general mm-hmm. uh, is such uh, has you know enriched my life so much. Sure, um, you know from you know, whatever, like playing darts with my friends to, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, you know, playing soccer or whatever, you know what I mean? A competitive spirit, I guess. Any kind of competitive stuff, you know. um, And, you know, I think that, you know, as a coach, um, if I can teach, you know, my my student athletes those, Mm -hmm. like, life lessons of, you know, being a teammate and, you know, being – you know, working hard and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the baseball stuff is important. I want to win. I'm a competitor. Of course, and stuff yeah. like that. But, um, you know, it's more important to me that uh, I'm helping shape these guys' lives. Definitely. Uh, and, and, you know, and preparing them for uh, – or helping them, you know, prepare for success in the future and stuff like that. And so – Definitely. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, I guess as an educator, you know what I mean, um, the coaching stuff just goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'm – <laughs> I'm definitely working on, you know, hopefully we can be successful uh, sure. in the future. So, yeah. So you brought up uh, Mr. Huber earlier. Yeah. I actually had him as a gym teacher my sophomore year, so awesome. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty fun experience. What was your relationship with him like, and what did he mean to you, especially at this point early on in your coaching career? Yeah, you know what? I mean, it was awesome. Uh, one of the things about Hubes is he was, you know, one of the hardest working dudes mm-hmm. uh, ever. You know, he was a really super hard worker, super focused, super uh, intense at times. Um, but he was a funny guy. Like, yeah. You know, he was really, yeah. really kind of a, a – a, a, you know, had a great sense of humor and definitely, um, and really, again, kind of goes back to those things. You know, shaped, you know, who I am and a lot. Of, like, 
he wanted people to just be the best that they could be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, character and integrity and things like that mm-hmm. was, you know, more important to him than whether you could throw a 90 mile an hour fastball or mm-hmm. whatever and stuff like that. Uh, and I mean, that's really, you know, I mean, that's what we're here doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very rare that we're going to have any of those guys that go on and play professionally or, um, you know, or even at the next level, at the college level. Yeah. But um, I know I can help all these guys, right, become better people and contribute to, you know, whatever, whatever, yeah. you know what I mean, our community or whatever and stuff like that. And so I think um, Coach Huber was, you know, really good about, you know, kind of instilling those values and things like that. Um, and he taught me a ton about pitching. Um, I was lucky enough to, you know, I, I pitched a little bit in high school. I actually pitched more in college. Um, but that guy, man, like his pitching knowledge was crazy. Yeah. You know, he's like, whatever, you know, yeah. just like the in-depth uh, stuff that we would kind of discuss about that. And so, um, it was really cool because he was, and he was really um, always open to letting me, um, you know, give suggestions and things like that. Uh, you know, being a little bit younger than he was, you know, sure. um, kind of just, you know, bringing in some, you know, whatever, new blood type thing and stuff like that. And so it was really good. He was always um, open to me, you know, kind of bouncing things off of him and stuff like that. So so last kind of personal question yeah, for you, and sure. then we'll transition into sure, baseball. Sure, sure. Um, so you brought up your dad earlier and how mm-hmm. he was the major influence uh, in your baseball passion. Uh, overall, how has he supported you throughout your career, both as a player and now as a coach? And how has the rest of your family as well supported you? Oh, man. Um, so my dad and I have a great relationship now. My dad actually helps coach. Uh, he's I didn't vol- know that. He's a volunteer assistant. That's um, awesome. So you'll see him around. Um, you know, he's not here every day, but he's here most, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, he's retired. He's a retired PE teacher. And, um, you know, he was a coach uh, for a middle school down in Glendale Heights for, cool. you know, 35 years or whatever. Um, so he's retired now. And so I get him out of the house and he comes out here. And, you know, most of the time he just gets to play good cop and, you know what <laughs> I mean, like uh, hang out with the guys sure. and stuff like that. Um but, uh, you know, my dad was pretty tough on me uh, growing up, uh, but I think that, you know, um, I took it as, you know, kind of a challenge. Sure. <laughs> and I always wanted to kind of prove him, not necessarily wrong, but show him I could do it uh, and stuff like that. And so um, we, you know, we didn't have the best relationship in high school, but uh, into college and stuff, we really started to become close because he... Um, you know, saw how much my hard work had paid off mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, and so now it's really cool, um, like I said, to, to see him, you know, interact with, uh, with our kids yeah, and definitely. stuff like that, with our, you know, the Hersey, the Hersey student athletes and stuff. Um, and I have actually, I'm one of four boys. I have three younger brothers. Uh, and my younger brothers are all tremendous athletes, in, mm-hmm. in my mind, all better than I was. Um, all three of them actually played uh, college football. Um, and the, the one after me actually played football and baseball oh, wow. um, in college. And so little Bo Jackson. Um, yeah. Right. And so, um, they, they were, they're still today, right. Huge support, you know, part of my support system and stuff like that. Um, in addition to, uh, my wife, uh, is the girls water polo coach here. There you at go. RC. Um, and so we have that kind of competitive spirit at home as well. But, um, you know, she's taught me a ton about being a coach, too. She's been a head coach for, I think, this is her 11th year now. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, she does such a wonderful job with uh, with her student-athletes. And, I mean, Definitely. Her, her girls were, I think, one game away from going to state I was going to say, so much year, success so. last year. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, you know what I mean? I have, I have you know sports and whatever coaching mm-hmm. stuff like that it's kind of in the blood it's in the it's in the family and stuff so i have a, you know a lot of support so sweet so yeah. just to briefly discuss last year for a bit sure. then we'll change some gears and talk about this year 
Can you talk about what last year meant for you in your first year as the program's head coach and as well as for what it meant to the team and to the Hersey community? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, last year was a blast. I had a blast just being, you know, in that position. Um, I, I couldn't possibly do the things that I do without, again, my support system as mm -hmm. far as the coaching staff. Um, you know, those guys that I that have been around me, you know, since I started here, uh, I mean, they're awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, Coach Lazarado, you know, he's been coaching high school sports for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's, he's a former head coach. He knows what he's doing. He's kind of my right-hand man on that varsity level. Sure. Um, we have a volunteer assistant to uh, Kevin Kelly. Um, coach Kelly, his two sons actually played at uh, Hersey. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, and then they uh, they went on and played Division One baseball, so they were That's both pretty, pretty cool. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got uh, Coach Pardon. Um, Coach Pardon and I have known each other for a very long time. We've know, we were uh, friends as teenagers when we worked for the Park That's District cool. back in the day. Yeah, uh, and so um, you know, and I and he's done such an amazing job with the football mm -hmm. program over the last few years. Uh, and he just knows his stuff, man. He's a great coach. He's just like, I think that's like what he was born to do is be a coach. <laughs> um, so he's great. Uh, he's going to, you know, head up our JV team this year. Um, coach Pusatera, who sure. is uh, not in the building, um, but Coach Pusatera is a Hersey legend. He's a 1977 grad, and he was a football, basketball, baseball, three-sport stud. So I, he's an awesome guy. You know, he's kind of like a big brother type thing. Uh, and same with uh, Coach Goditis. Um, coach Goditis is... That guy's like an almanac of uh, yeah. of baseball knowledge. It's crazy. The guy's, you know what I mean? He can, like, spit out these stats from yeah. every which way. And, he, you know, I think he really kind of brings that passion, that love for the game, too. So, like I said, you know what I mean? Those guys surrounding me um, is, you know, so helpful uh, and kind of, you know, whatever. Put me definitely. in a good position to at least attempt to succeed last year. Yeah, definitely. Like that. So, yeah. So uh, Kate O'Neill and Christian Rodriguez led the team last year as a dynamic and talented, but also hard hardworking players. Uh, being recruited by a number of D1 schools, which is something that I'm sure thousands of other high school students across the country would kill for. Right. Uh, can you talk about their storylines throughout the season and the impacts they had on the team, both on and off the field? I mean, you want to talk about, so I talk about my coaching staff being helpful, um, but I don't think I could have walked in a better situation um, having those two young men as the leaders of our team. Mm -hmm. Um I mean, just awesome dudes. I mean, just really, really cool guys. Extremely talented, obviously, on the baseball field. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're both playing, you know, college baseball yeah. right now. Um, Oklahoma and University of Chicago, right? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're both traveling with team and getting a little playing time, too, so it's yeah. pretty cool. As freshmen, you know, anywhere, that's pretty cool. Can't ask for um, much else, yeah. But, I mean, just the way those guys went about their business. Um, you want to talk about, like, lead by example, um, you know, character, integrity, those things mm -hmm. we talked about. I mean, those guys absolutely epitomize yeah. it. Uh, and then it is always, always beneficial when your best players are your hardest workers and mm -hmm. your most humble, uh, and those guys were. I mean, they, they absolutely busted their behinds all the time, um, and they, you know, were never looked for, you know, a pat on the back. Or, mm -hmm. you know, one of the, my favorite things is those guys would be two of the first guys out there setting up the field, you know, picking up trash that was, you know, had blown onto the mm -hmm. grass or whatever, and they'd be the last guys out of the dugout making sure it was swept and making sure that, you know, nobody left anything behind. Um, you know, I mean, sometimes it's things, I don't even know if you can teach that stuff. Yeah, um, no, that's but they have so great, much. They have great families, and, you know, they're great great people, and I wish them really all the best, and yeah. hopefully we can make them proud this year. So Yeah, so last question about last year. Sure. What are your favorite moments from that last season? Oh, man. You know, uh... We we had 
we had some we had some great great games. Um, I, I guess we had we had a doubleheader. We were kind of scuffling, um, and we you know I think we were a couple games under five hundred at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we played Warren came down, and they're you know they're always a pretty good. They're a big school. They're always yeah. pretty, pretty solid. Uh, and we kind of snuck out the first game um, in a you know close one. I think it was like you know seven to six or seven to five, something like that. So we get into the second game, and you know, and I'm not not necessarily playing you know guys that I, I'm getting everybody in the game. Everybody's sure. playing. Um, however, uh, we're we're getting we're getting crushed a little bit, and I wasn't really happy with our effort you know early mm-hmm. in the game and stuff like that. Um, but we kind of flipped the switch or something, turned it mm-hmm. on. Any you know. I don't know how it happened, but we went into the bottom of the seventh down, I think, nine runs and ended up scoring ten runs no in the way. bottom of the seventh. Um, actually, Ryan Traxel, who's a, who's a senior for yep. us this year, um, got that got the game-winning hit, flipped one into right field. That's uh, so cool. A little walk-off winner. Um, I, I don't think I've ever experienced that, you know, myself, scoring ten runs in an inning to win a game. So Sounds weird. Uh, it was pretty exciting. Goosebumps. Yeah, right it was pretty cool. It, it yeah. was pretty cool. And I wasn't was, even uh, there. <laughs> and, again, I think and it was one of those things that kind of where everybody contributed yeah. um, in that in that bottom of the seventh and, and kind of working our way back to it. That's so. crazy. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was kind of a cool, cool victory. So. so transitioning now to this year with hopefully so many more of those types of memories. Right. Uh, with upcoming games next week against St. Viator, Lake Forest, and West Chicago, how important has it been to implement a strong off-season program in preparation for three tough opponents to start off the year? Well, man, uh, again, you know, I, I was very lucky last year with with Cade and, uh, and Christian, um, but these guys this year too. You know, I have twelve seniors. We got twelve seniors. That's a lot uh, of seniors. That's a ton, yeah. right? Uh, and then three of those junior guys were with us last year as sophomores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these guys just work, man. Um, mm. Kind of the the adopted motto has kind of been rise and grind. Um, and okay. those guys have been rising and grinding, uh, you know, all winter long. Early morning um, sessions, I'm sure. You know, right? yeah. you know, whether it was morning or afternoon and just getting after it uh, in the weight room. And sure. so, you know what I mean? You come into the season healthy and strong. Um, it makes things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, that's been, you know, that's been a huge part of kind of the preparation. Um a lot of these guys do a lot of work on their own too, mm-hmm. outside of here. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of these guys just kind of eat, breathe, <laughs> sleep baseball. Sure. And so, um, I mean, that's really helpful too. You know, to kind of uh, in this early prep because this these first three weeks, four weeks are just a grind. Yeah. Because um, you're inside. You know, mm-hmm. you know all we want to see is a blue sky, and you just want to yeah. be outside and get some fresh air. Um, and you know, coming in at six a.m. for practice and stuff like that. And so, uh, you know, I I think we've done our best to prepare right mm-hmm. for those guys. But yeah, we do. Um, we didn't schedule anybody that made it easy this year. Yeah. But that's you know that's kind of what we want because you know we know we're not going to have it easy in the MSL. So. Yeah. How does uh, this year's team compare after the first few months to last year's team at this point? Um, you know, I th- I think I see like I said, twelve seniors, man. You see the maturity. Um, we're just you know. What happens? You've mm-hmm. been around it. Uh, we have a little experience. Um, we we definitely have like a little bit of a little bit of hop in our step, a little bit of swagger, um, which is cool. It's awesome. Uh, and so I, I, you know, I'm super excited. Um, I think as long as we, uh, you know, don't get full of ourselves and make sure. sure that we, you know, stay the stay the path. I think, you know, sky's the limit. 
So, so you brought up the uh, the tough MSL. Yeah. What are some expectations that you've set for your team heading into another tough year? Man, we you know last year we ended because uh, we you know we played sixteen games in the MSL and then mm-hmm. the crossover, so we had seventeen games. We ended up seven and ten, um, and we were in I think you know of those seventeen games, I bet we were in fifteen. Sure, of the seventeen. Yeah, flip a coin, um, and you know what I mean, and kind of could have gone either way. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, we took down. You know, we beat uh, we beat Palatine last year, and they were a tough team. We mm-hmm. beat Bar- Barrington was thirteen and three in the conference, and we beat them. You know, we handed them one of their three losses or whatever. Sure. And so, um, you know, we can hang with anybody. And so, uh, I think, you know, this year, I think that experience, hopefully, that that maturity is going to. Um, I mean, we should we should make some noise, man. We got to be with the with those top guys, with those big dogs, and you know, I think we can certainly certainly. You know, make a make a run at the the conference title. So, so in order to make a run at a conference title, you need to have some strong leaders. And you already talked about the importance sure. of your coaching staff and your senior leaders. For sure. Uh, and last year, I believe Kate O'Neill and Christian Rodriguez, who we talked about already, were like the designated captains. Correct. Have we made any decisions this year on uh, senior leadership? You know, we have not. Um, we've kind of kicked it around here, um, but I, you know, we've actually even talked about rotating. Uh, sure. Like I said, with uh, with those twelve. With those twelve guys, um, you know. But my expectation always too is that even if you're not designated mm-hmm. right that position, that you know you need to be a leader. Um, Definitely, and especially you know if you're a guy who's been around. Um, and so I, I think you know regardless if we name um, you know a couple guys or three guys or we rotate them or whatever, um, I, my expectation is that you know those fifteen guys because we have fifteen guys back from last year. Those, all those guys are going to show. Mm-hmm. You know the rest of the program, kind of the way we do things. So, so you brought up the uh, the idea of a rotation, sure. but there's obviously in baseball another rotation and the pitching staff. We talked about pitching a little bit earlier. Uh, what's your personal as well as the program's philosophy on pitching, especially with the uh, susceptibility of young high school arms to fall victim to uh, Tommy John problems and rotator problems and other arm issues? For sure. Um, you know we we have a a good throwing program. I think mm-hmm. um, you know it's it's a building program, so. Mm-hmm. You know, we certainly don't walk out there the first day and throw 100 pitches or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's a slow build. Um, our guys, you know, part of that, uh, part of our pitching program, too, is our weightlifting program. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach Freeman has done an amazing job kind of uh, manipulating, right, the, the weightlifting program to uh, – to benefit and support, right, our pitching, pitching staff and stuff like that. Um, but those guys, uh, you know, the IHSA uh, has put in a rule now, like you can only throw so many pitches. Sure. I think it's 105 um, on a given day during the regular season. Um, and then if you do, right, you have basically four days off sure. in between. Um, which is, you know, it's reasonable, totally yeah. reasonable. And then, you know what I mean, like there's – it varies then if you throw 60 pitches, right, you have to have two days off or something like that, and then you can come back. Um, so that's, I mean, that's helpful for us, so we just kind of know. Yep. Uh, but, like, you know, so our first day we have, you know, our our guys that we think, you know, our top six pitchers or something like that, they would come out and throw a bullpen, but it's, you know, 25, 30 pitches sure. is the first day. Uh, then, you know, you give them three, four days off in between. Then we come back, you know, second time, and now we're throwing, you know, 40 to 45 pitches, mm-hmm. you know, and so then you give them another three or four days off. And so we built up to 60 pitches. And then, you know, I think just yesterday morning, our, um, you know, our top guys threw about 75 pitches. Just like you said, um, building. Yeah. So you're just kind of building up yeah. to it. Um, usually I like to be, you know, you're close to that top mark mm-hmm. uh, 
by the time, or at least in a bullpen, um, that top mark by the time we go on spring break. Mm-hmm. However, we get down in spring break, nobody's throwing 100 pitches those first, you know, sure. those first few games. It's going to be kind of by committee. If I can get four or five innings out of somebody, that would be really great. Um, but the expectation is that it's going to be at least two pitchers, if not three or four, you know what I mean, in those first few games. And so we'll get that build up. Um, you know, I you know I encourage our guys to be honest with us. Uh, like I said, Coach, Coach Kelly is uh, it, it does a great job, and so those guys you know they talk to us if we're sore, right? We're backing you off a day or whatever and stuff like that. And so um, yeah, I mean you know I don't think any of us would ever put anybody in a situation to uh, to you know jeopardize Definitely. their future. So yeah. So you wrote up spring break, sure, and kids all over the school go on vacations, go all different places all across the world, and I know Hersey baseball. It's a little trip of its own every year. Yeah. At least last year they did, and I know you guys are going again this year to Tennessee. Yeah. So can you just talk a little bit about that annual trip and what it means to both uh, the team building on and off the field? Sure, yeah. Um, last year we were down in Dyersburg, which is like kind of northwest Tennessee. Sure. Um, it's it's There's not much to do there besides play baseball, which is – um, which is you know Good our for goal. A program that that's eats, sleeps, goal. and breathes baseball. That's it. You know what I mean? That's our goal, though. We go down. Yeah. We don't go down there to you know. We're not trying to you know. I don't know. Some of these right. guys, they they do other things or whatever over break. We're not you know at the beach or we're not whatever. Right. We're uh, we're playing baseball at uh, Dyersburg, so, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. And so this year we're actually a little bit farther north. We're in Union City. Uh, okay. Is where the tournament is, uh, and we're actually staying just down the street in Martin, Tennessee. Um, so there's a uh, there's a college right there, University of Tennessee Martin. There you go. Um, and so we actually have four games in four days, four varsity games and two JV games. So we got six total games in, in four days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a lot know, of baseball. It's a lot of baseball. Yeah. yeah and, and we kind of did the same thing last year, which uh, ended up being, it was a great experience for us. And, you know, we came back and we kind of knew where we, where we stood and, and guys kind of knew where they stood in the depth chart. And so it worked out really nice. And of course we have one, evening off we have like a friday night off but university of tennessee martin plays right down the well street that's convenient so yeah we'll go check out a college game too yeah. so we'll see some more baseball it's a lot of fun there. so yeah it's good um i think it you know it's i think it really gives the our our guys you know like a like a college like feel sure um you know traveling in college was you know a lot of fun staying in a hotel room with your buddies and just mm-hmm. you know and you're not going anywhere you're just hanging out and just kind of getting to know your teammates and stuff like that and i think that that you know, certainly was uh, beneficial to us last year, and I'm hoping that it's even more so this year. So, so in order to go there, you guys need to raise some funds. For sure. How important is the process of fundraising, and how important are the selling skills learned by your players? Um, you know, the fundraising thing is it's tough, and I and I know that we put a lot of you know burden on uh, on our players and stuff. Um, but I also think I don't think those social skills are necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. Um, that they have to talk to people and you know promote something that hopefully they believe in, right? Yeah, and that's our program, and um, you know so you know we're we're raising some cash, so we don't have to ask you know parents and, right. and players to, to to finance everything. Um, but I think you know, like I said, I, I think from a from a social standpoint, it's important or it's good Definitely. for those guys to kind of go out to the, in the public and you know maybe even interact with somebody you don't know and tell them a little bit about something you're passionate about. So um, I think it you know I think it works out for us. And Definitely. the fundraising is important, man, because uh, baseball equipment and baseball stuff is just all costing uh, cash. Is, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's really expensive. I'm excited because we did get new we are we got new orange jerseys that we'll wear on the road this year. That's exciting. And we got new white jerseys this year so they i think they look pretty cool i think they're a little fresh up a little bit yeah yeah they're a little throwback so i think they should be pretty cool so. 
So every coach would love to go undefeated throughout the course of the year, but there's always a game or two that gets circled on the calendar as a potentially close and influential game for postseason chances and team morale. While I'm sure uh, Hersey's focused on one week at a time, which game or games have been circled on your calendar for this year? Uh, like I, I mentioned earlier, um, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to that one in a couple weeks here at, with West Chicago just because mm-hmm. it's a, a former uh, high school teammate. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, and he's he was an amazing pitcher, too. He pitched in the uh, minor leagues for about 11 years. So well, that's he's cool. a pretty good player. Uh, and then, actually, one of my college teammates is the head coach at Geneva High School. So our last regular season game will be against them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, you could circle all those MSL games. I mean, the MSL, like, I love that the format that we have now that mm-hmm. we play, you know, we play the same team Monday and Wednesday. You know, so we'll, you know, we'll play home against Meadows on Monday and then, at Meadows okay. on Wednesday or, you know, BG or whatever. Uh, and I love that format because, you know, you're going to see somebody else. Yep, you know you're going to see their, their yeah. top two guys. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's it, you know, it's super competitive. It's great. Um, you, you can't take anybody lightly in the MSL. And it's the way it's been, you know, since I was playing at Schaumburg and, you know, 20 years ago. So it's been, it's been that way a long time. And um, like I said, you can circle any of those games and they're, they're going to be good ones. So. You know, if you guys, if people are going to come out, I understand you want to you want to wait till April and May when it gets <laughs> a little warmer. But that's when we, those MSL games start get going. So, so yeah. yourself, a college ball player. Yeah, I know uh, there's a handful of college commitments on the current roster. But can you talk about the composition of the Hersey program as a whole and any players trying to play college ball in the future? Oh man, uh, like I said, you know we we have so much uh, we have so much talent. We have uh, at least you know five or six guys that could play in college if they want. Um, I think some guys are making conscious decisions not not sure. to because, you know, and I totally understand that, right? You're going to pursue other things and stuff like that. Um, but there's talent to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I know that um, Jake Irwin and um, Trey Schmidt Those are going to yeah. go out to my alma mater, uh, yep. Augustana College, um, and play for the same coach that I played for. Um, and I think it's going to be a great fit for them, you know, academically, um, athletically, um, you know the campus is great and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Obviously, I'm certainly biased, but um, <laughs> but I think they're gonna you know fit in really really well there. Um, right now, uh, I think uh, James Denton right is looking to uh, to play at the next level. Uh, okay, he's got a few uh, irons in the fire, so to sure. speak, and so you know we've been in contact with a few different coaches around the around the Midwest and actually. Um, one down in Florida right now. Well, that's so, exciting. Yeah, so he's, uh, you know, I think he certainly has the potential. And, you know, and I don't know. And some of these other guys, if they, you know, if they decide, um, you know, Will Adamski can, I think he could play at the next Great level catcher. if he wanted to. Yeah. He's an amazing catcher. Um, AJ Cefalio, we've talked uh, a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, some of those those junior guys, too. Um, you know, I think right now uh, Daniel uh, Daniel Clawson, mm-hmm. um you know, is verbally committed to, to go to Northern. Um, yeah. And, I mean, that's huge as a, as a guy who's just coming into his junior year. And yeah, so, D1 school and everything. Right. And so, you know, and I think Hunter Luke and Luke Picciotti, you know, those guys that were with us last year, you know, they certainly have the potential. And, and I'm really excited about, you know, we got some of those sophomores and even some of these freshmen that, that we got coming in are going to be, you know, certainly help me help me figure out how, how this recruiting process Definitely. works too. So, yeah. So it's only March 12th. Any uh, lineup thoughts that you have right now in regards to who's the ace or who's the cleanup hitter? Or? You know, I, for sure, Blank we slate. got, um, 
you know, as far as our rotation, um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's going to be 1A, 1B, 1C type thing. Sure. Um, you know, I think between Hunter Luke, uh, Jake Irwin, and, and James Denton, I mean, those guys are going to be a force to reckon with. Uh, I'm really excited about um, Kyle Smith. Um, I don't know if you know Kyle. Kyle's an awesome I guy. Do. Yeah. Uh, you know, good athlete, swimmer, mm-hmm. uh, baseball player. Um, he really surprised the heck out of us last year with his ability to catch and then his, um, you know, some of the stuff he did on the mound. Um, so I think he's going to be a really big piece, and I don't think people know about him. He was kind of forced into catching duties because Will was uh, sick last okay. year. Uh, and so Kyle did a great job for us behind the plate, but this guy, he really, really works hard and he's got kind of a funky delivery. Uh, okay. he's got a little bit of a, he's like a three quarter kind of slinger. Um, so I think he's going to be kind of nasty and I think he could kind of finish games for us, but I know sure. he has the ability to, to start for us too. Um, and excited about some of our young guys. We got, we got, we have a bunch of lefties. Um, so I was an we have, yeah, yeah, we have, um, Caleb Banchi, uh, who's a junior, um, has looked really good. Uh, in in addition to our senior guys, you know uh, Tim Ridge, uh, Timmy Ridge is a lefty. Mm-hmm. Mitch Johnson's a lefty, uh, and then our big guy Ryan Cry um, yep. is a you know big righty. Um, so I think those guys are going to help us too. Um, I'm excited about that. Uh, as far as the lineup and stuff, uh, we got a lot of depth. Um, like I said, you know again with those senior guys, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and we'll kind of shuffle some pieces because. You know those some of those guys who pitch. You know Hunter plays uh, right. left field when he uh, when he doesn't pitch. Uh, Jake Irwin plays first base when he doesn't pitch, and he can play third too if we need him to. Uh, and Denton, you know, is our shortstop mm-hmm. pretty much every day, but he's you know going to be on the mound. So that means a lot of those other guys are going to step up and kind of fill a lot of those, moving fill those holes and stuff yeah. like that. Um, you know, I, I I guess I could probably say with pretty good confidence up the middle. Um, you know, Will's going to be our guy behind the plate. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, AJ's going to be our guy out in center field, tracking stuff down. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of those guys are going to shuffle, you know, shuffle yeah. around um, and stuff like that. Looking for big things, though, you know, uh, AJ had an unbelievable year last year. Uh, he had 426 in conference. That's crazy. Um, I was a little upset he didn't get all conference. He probably could have been. Sure. Um, so, you know, look for him to, to step that up. Uh, you know, I think Jake, if he stays healthy, he's certainly going to swing it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, James Denton, uh, Trey Schmidt, I'm really looking forward to watching him swing it. Um, you know, Luke Picciotti, if he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got Daniel Clawson, like I said, you know, he led the conference last year in homers, he can doubles, mash it. Yeah. RBIs, um, you know, as a sophomore. That's crazy. <laughs> so, and again, yeah. a guy who probably should have been all-conference, but – um, you know, they look at it, they say, oh, he's a sophomore, he'll be back type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he, he's going to be a guy who, who can stick it for sure. Um, you know, and, you know, we got some versatility when it comes to guys like uh, Ryan Traxel, right, can play like all infield positions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's so nice and versatile. I'm, I'm excited for Eli Schaffernick's our, uh, yeah. our, our, you know, our second catcher. Um, and he defensively, he's about as good as anybody. Um, we got guys like Brendan Cave, who's one of the hardest working dudes I know. Love Brendan, yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, Daniel Kupsik, uh, yeah. is just, uh, he's a stud outfielder. A guy can just go get it. Uh, he's a big dude. Tommy Quirk, a little left-handed bat. I think he's going to help us there. Billy Seagraves can go get it. Um, so we got, you know, we got a lot of kind of moving parts that, uh, that I think are going to. Sweet. Gonna work, so I'm, I'm pumped. Well, that's all I got, Coach. I don't know. Cool. If, any last thoughts for our no, listeners man. out yeah, there? Yeah, come out and see us. I, I understand right now is not great because, you know, we haven't even been outside and yeah. we're in our third week of practice. But, yeah, when uh, we get some of that warmer weather in April and May, we mm-hmm. have to come second. And I should say, I guess, next Monday 
if we get the game in against St. Viator, we're over at St. Viator, and on your way, you can stop at the Chipotle down the street on Rand. Ooh, there you go. Nice little and, plug. And, and uh, support Hersey Baseball. Nice. Uh, a little fundraiser. So, there you yeah, go. Grab a burrito, come watch us play at, at Viator. There you go. Great. Great package so, right there. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Coach, for coming on. Sure, Carter. Thanks Best of luck man. this yeah. year. And, Thank you. And uh, that's all I've got. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the conversation I had earlier today with head baseball coach Mr. Walter Brownlee, during which we covered all topics ranging from his experience as a state champion while playing at Schaumburg High School to his program's expectations to contend in the MSL this season. Be sure to tune in to future episodes in which I host guests who I'm sure you'll all be entertained listening to. But that's it for today. I'm Carter Zagorski, and this is The Howl, the very first podcast which you can call your own.